Time to turn our attention, though, to the Boxing Day tests with Chris Rogers, part of the SEN Cricket Commentary team. Heading into day three, Pakistan will resume at six for 194, trailing by 124. 13 wickets fell across the day yesterday as Chris joins us this morning. It was an action-packed day. Do you feel as if... Because of how it ended, Australia got the better of the day? Yeah, morning, guys. Uh, yeah, I, at one stage, Pakistan looked like they, they actually had the upper hand with the way they, they were batting, in particular Shafiq and, and Masood. But then Pat Cummins came along and, and bowled five overs. Unbelievable spell and took, took two big wickets. And, and that changed the course of the game. And yeah, that then... There was a couple of cheap wickets for Australia at the end and, and, and Pakistan, yeah, they, they fell into a little bit of a heat. So they've got a lot of work to do now. Um, but Australia firmly in the box seat. Yeah, there's no doubt about that, Buck. Um, if you were the coach of Pakistan, how would you paint their day now and for them to not necessarily fight back but just regain some of that, that form they showed in the early sessions yesterday? Uh, yeah, I mean... It, I'd be urging that that tail really to hang in, give give Rizwan some support, and if they could get 80 runs, if they could get you know up to kind of 270, there's a chance then they can put a bit of pressure back on on Australia in the in the third innings of the game. Third innings is always a bit tricky, you know. Do you go hard or do you, do you just settle in? So um, if they can if they can get 80 runs here in this, this first session, um, they're, they're a chance, I reckon. But you know, with their batting line-up, their tail, that's against this bowling line-up, it's going to be pretty tough work. You mentioned the top scorers there in Shafiq and Masood. You must have been impressed with the way they handled the MCG conditions. You've seen them readily as the coach of Victoria um, over Sheffield Shield. They handled it really well. Yeah, Bryce, you've been commentating a few of the games that you know Victoria have been playing in. I've been coaching in and... and the pitch has been tricky at times, and um, it, it did settle down yesterday. It was, it was probably doing a bit more on, on day one, but it, it was still pretty challenging. And, and I think what what was really likable was the, the fact that they they actually put a bit of pressure back on the Australian bowlers for the for the first time. You know, they they came out. I think they scored it runs and over. Yeah. Um, and and that took the momentum away, and 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 Australia then kind of started to get a little bit worried, and and it took that that great spell from Pat Cummins. So. Yeah, they batted beautifully, but the problem is, you, you know, you're playing against Australia, you've got to do that for for sessions and days, not just for hours. So that that's the that's the problem that they have. So they've got to find a few more runs somewhere. Speaking with Chris Rogers, part of the SEN Cricket Commentary team, how do we assess the Australian finish with the bat, Chris? Marnus Labuschagne, 63. Marsh, Mitch Marsh with 41. Usman Khawaja, 42. And then... Extras with 52, the other significant contributor for Australia. How do we assess the first innings finish for the Aussies? Uh, I mean, there's, if you look at the top six, they all faced over 30 balls. So they, they all got a start. Um, but the high score in there was, was 63, as you said, from, from um, Marnus Labuschagne. So I dare say the pitch was doing a fair bit. And there was, they always felt like there was a ball with your, your name on it. But... Probably a little bit disappointing that the tail couldn't just, you know, contribute a bit more. That a lot of single-figure scores there as well. So, I think they'll be disappointed. But all in all, what they will like is there's a lot of people who chipped in. It wasn't reliant on one or two. 
Um, and to get 318 when you're sent in on the MCG on day one, I think that was a pretty good result. So um, they'll be relatively happy, but knowing that their second innings um, with the bat, it'll be a bit friendly conditions. They'll want to pile the runs on. But come with me for a moment. We're going to step down memory lane. Uh, you've played in a couple of Boxing Day test matches and one in particular in uh, 2013 must uh, sit pretty comfortably with you and uh, in your career, second innings ton, 116. And uh, you helped Australia defeat England by eight wickets. Uh, that was uh, probably a, a good milestone in your career. Uh, yeah, one of the, the better games I got to play in, Bryce. Um, yeah, it was... It was it was the game where there was 92,000 people on day one as well. We, we were fielding. Um, and we, we were only fielding because I remember I um, there was a lot of talk from Michael. Um, well, Michael Clark was captain that we were going to um, go into bat. And, and I, as a Victorian, been playing the MCG a fair bit and said, look, you're saying, no, the MCG only gets better. You, you don't want to bat first. You want to, you want to chase. And so kind of pressured him into uh, bowling. And we did. And, but we were behind after the... Um, the first innings of each side, so I got a bit worried. But then Mitch Johnson came to the party and um, bowled the house down. And then, uh, and then, yeah, we I think we had about two, two hundred and forty, two hundred and fifty to chase in the last innings. And um, I think I got dropped at first slip early, and then, um, then yeah, then uh, it got pretty flat. But uh, it was it was a great day. I think day four there were still forty thousand people, and um, I got out just before the end and, and walked off to us standing ovation so I'll forever remember that one Bryce it was a it was a pretty magic moment and that was your first Boxing Day match too wasn't it from memory Chris uh yeah I only played in um two in the end I think so yeah there was that was the first one um and then I uh, played against India that the, the following year but um yeah that was a that was the the first test um I got hit in the head too by Stuart Broad in in the in the first innings and he and it cut me quite badly but um but uh managed to keep going so um yeah there's there's some fond memories. Putting your coaching hat on then and considering your success at the MCG in a boxing day test, heading into day three, what would be your advice to either Pakistan or Australia in handling the conditions for day three? Yeah, it's. I mean, they say day three is the moving day. Um, I think Australia will will be wanting to do that. They'll be they'll be you know coming out breathing fire, trying to knock this over and then score quickly. I reckon put some pressure back on Pakistan. But Pakistan have really they, they've just got to grind now. They've got to they've got to settle in um, and, and try and take this game deep. So uh, yeah, the conditions it, it'll be interesting how the Pakistan bowlers go in, in these conditions. So I thought that they, they got a lot of movement in the air and off the seam. If they can get that and then maybe catch a little bit better than they did on day one, they caught beautifully uh, yesterday, but um, just create opportunities. That, that There's still half a chance. Earlier this morning, Chris, we threw the question out, given what the Australian bowling quartet was able to produce late yesterday and wrestle that momentum back. The sustained success from the existing group of bowlers in Australia, is it amongst the best that you've ever witnessed in all your experience and watching cricket, no doubt, as a youngster as well? Do you feel as if this is the best quartet that we've seen? Oh, I mean, it's it's pretty hard to go past uh, McGrath, Gillespie, 
uh, Brett Lee and and um, and Warney, obviously. But but this is right up there as well. It's 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 four bowlers who are you know at the peak of their powers. I I, 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 saw, I said in commentary yesterday. Usually as a batter, you you, you kind of you, you work out who are the threats and and you try and get through those spells and and, and get to the kind of lesser bowlers and 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 that's where you look to score. But in this side. It doesn't really have a weak link. It, it, it's um, it's not like that. You can't just go, oh, I'll just wait for the next guy who's going to give me some half volleys or, or some touch shots because you know that um, the, the next spell is going to be amazing as well. So from that point of view, yeah, it, even you look at yesterday, I think that that was, um, you know, that was a bit of an example of what happens. There's a, an opposition side fights hard and, and they do pretty well, but then, then they break just under the relentless pressure of, of this attack. So... Um, it, it has to be one of the best ones Australia's ever had, no doubt. Um, and yeah, they're, they're, they're probably still got a little while to go. Okay, which is the exciting part of it as well. Chris, we appreciate you taking the time to join us this morning. A busy day ahead as part of the SCN at Cricket Commentary team. Thanks for your time. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Go you, on, you, Buck. You too. Chris Rogers joining us, Victorian coach, but also a big part of 